0: Wouldn't that kind of be just weird. like when he was born? His dad looks at him and goes, <laughs> grow into his face. Maybe one day he'll grow into his face." Yeah. Oh shit! See <laughs> so that guy with the old face. You're not ready for this face. Yet. <laughs> oh it's gonna take time to your face.
1: <laughs> one day, son. One day. One day. <laughs> this is it.
2: Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Check us out on the social media, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can also follow us at Nerdery.com slash podcast. Nerd out. This is Geoff Tate. Please leave these guys a rating so they don't replicate my face punch on the cover of Vulgar Display of Power. <laughs> Welcome back to... The Metal Nerdery Podcast. Just your resident nerds. Adam usually says that part. Adam, Bill, and Matt.
0: You you stole my line, Sorry.
1: Was that?
2: Sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad. No, you're not. I'll have Millie
0: give you some uh, pumpkin
2: spice pasta to make it up to you. you. That'll be better.
0: Matt, Bill, and Adam here, as usual. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome back. Always good with the nerdery of metal. The nerdery of the metal. Because, you know... We're nerds. And if you're still listening, you're a little bit of a nerd too, so.
2: Yeah, and thank you for listening. In fact, as you listen to us, as Geoff alluded to before, when you download us, please give us a rating. That way more people can continue to spread the metal nerdery, wordery. So we thank you. We give you thanks and commitments in advance.
1: And condiments. And condiments. And
2: condiments. And kudos. Kudos also. Thanks to you.
1: The Metal Nursery Syndicate.
2: It just sounds cool, doesn't it? Like gangsterish and shit. Yeah. What are we talking about today, <laughs> gents?
0: Uh, today, we are, uh... I, I see some big names. ...listicle-type things. Uh, we're looking at ultimateclassicrock.com. They have, uh, 100 metal facts you might not know. Bum-bum-bum! It's a Metal
2: Nursery listicle.
0: So, uh we just, haven't even looked at these so hopefully they're not all stupid.
2: Right. Yeah, hopefully there's some some shockers, not shockers, but surprises for us cuz I have a feeling we we might know a lot of these.
0: Maybe maybe not. Yeah, we obviously will not be uh talking about all 100 of them. We'll uh, try to hit some some highlights just yeah. to mm-hmm. keep it interesting. Um
1: she, you might want to hit the volume or you know kill your volume on it cuz there's a ad playing.
2: Yeah, she can just shut yeah. up. Oh, now now the, I can hear. Turn the, out. Delete her from the universe.
1: Done. Turn your volume off or down or something. Okay.
2: So we're thinking our ears are going to get blown out.
1: Oh Jesus! You Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus saves. Hey, hold on.
0: Perfect. Yes. All right. Yes, is progressive. Thank you. We are we are complete professionals here. <coughs> so.
2: Yes. That'll be part of
0: our uh, other podcast. Okay. So on with the 100 metal facts. You might not know.
1: But we might So maybe
0: we'll all learn something
1: here. Let's do it for our country. (laughs) Uh, First one up is Black
0: Sabbath. Uh, no one knows the name or current whereabouts of the mysterious woman seen on the cover of Black Sabbath's debut album. She has literally vanished from public record.
2: Holy shit, really? Wow. It's kind of trippy, trippy, man.
1: She looks like Ozzy.
2: You know, that's the thing. <laughs> when when I very first saw this, in fact, uh, someone once told me, a friend of mine once told me that that was actually Ozzy, I guess with green face paint or something. But I'm like, nah, it kind of looks like Ozzy. But if you think about it that way, it almost looks more evil. Eviler. Yeah evil But it is kind of fucked up More evil That the lady has just Vanished from public record. Could it be the upside down cross On the inside of the album? Could it be that it was released On Friday, well, I mean, February 13th? Could, could it, it be
0: Satan? Satan. Maybe Night off. I mean that was England In the, what, 70s? Late 60s? I mean Yeah,
2: yeah there's a picture Actually of that um, In fact our friend Nick Our former and illustrious Bass player in Ascension Way back in the day he found a picture that actually included that farmhouse that you see in the back of the Black Sabbath album cover. That whole thing. He found a picture of it.
0: I remember that. In
2: some other show, yeah, it was some other show he was watching. He saw it. He said, "Does this yeah, look familiar?"
0: I remember that. I don't
2: remember the name of it, but it's How some do you remember village. That crap? I think I might be autistic, man. I don't that know. was like, and I'm not even saying that to be weird. I'm just not that you. My brain is goofy. I don't remember the shirt I was wearing though. That's the problem. Or the CD I bought that day. Maybe you weren't wearing a shirt. Or sure if I was trying to throw a beard. <laughs> shirtless? I might have been. No, like no,
0: Randy I'm, on Trailer Park Boys? No, I'm not
2: sexy <laughs> enough to be shirtless. Except in the shower. That'd be a That's good, good th-
0: look for you. Shirtless and tight white pants. <laughs> <laughs> no. walking walk around with a cheeseburger. No, I got to work out a little bit to get to that <laughs> status. I'm not ready for that. Uh, see, this one we already hit. Yeah, we We're on top of this one. First edition episode. of Metal Massacre compilation. Misspelled Metallica's name with two T's. Two T's. Yeah. Metallica. Old news. Yeah, old if news. You're, uh, if you're a metal nerdery regular. That's
2: right. Yeah, we, already,
0: we already knew that one.
2: Is that shadowing or foreshadowing? <laughs> what? <laughs> backshadowing. That's That's well, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with back shadowing. <laughs> There's shadow That's on my back. has uh, got unpleasant
0: connotation to it. Back shadowing. There's a shadow on your back. You What's might that want to watch Shadow on out? your back, man. That sounds like a Dio song. Oh.
2: Shadow on the back. What? Wait, what? While serving time for petty theft as a teenager, Ozzy Osbourne used a piece of graphite to tattoo the letters O Z Z Y across his knuckles. Based on that face, I'm going to say probably yes. Wow. Well, he did kind of grow up poor, so that makes sense.
1: As a teenager? Wow. I don't know if I remember looking at all those uh, older videos of them when they first started. He had tattoo on his hand. I don't know. I'll have to go check that yeah, out. Unless
2: it just didn't stand out, but that was back when they were all in gangs and all that kind of stuff. in
1: Like Compton? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they were in gangs.
2: Well, they were... No, I think... Because I think Ozzy and... Something about Ozzy and Tony were like in rival gangs or different gangs. They mentioned gangs before, but it could be one of those goofy British things where it's like, no, gangs are like, you know, gang of mates or something. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, Singer Ronnie James Dio was recommended to Black Sabbath by none other than Ozzy Osbourne's future wife and manager, Sharon Sharon. Arden.
1: (laughs) I think I heard that one before. Yeah.
2: I'm not sure if I knew that or not. I knew that um, one time Ozzy gave Dio a huge compliment. He was talking about how he couldn't believe that voice came out of that tiny person. Like, he was blown away, like, you know, mega impressed, which.
0: I don't think uh, things I've read. I I think Dio had absolutely no love for uh, Ozzy. Really? He did not like him.
2: Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. Who knows? Egos, man. You got it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that's that's not a slag on either of them. It's just you kind of have to be a bit of an ego to, to do that.
0: Yeah, when given a choice of birthday gifts as a kid, future Pantera legend Dimebag Darrell asked his parents for a BMX bike instead of a guitar.
2: How crazy is that? You know, I got a BMX bike one year, but I'm certainly not Dimebag Daryl. No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. And to think that he went on to do that—it's like imagine what kind of bike rider he was, given the way the Pantera tour videos are. <laughs> Jesus, he must have been like a testament to like you know emergency room training. He was videos. like one of them
0: uh, freestylers. I guess. <laughs> In that movie rad man. Rad. I love that movie. Me too. Oh, I watched man. that movie so many
2: times. I remember man. the BMX thing. That was my thing before I found metal. It was pretty much BMX. Oh yeah,
1: that's all we did oh, after you school. Go watch that movie now though. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it was yeah. terrible. It it
0: terrible. It's terrible. But we used to watch it like I th- the guy at the movie store probably was because, I mean, we rented that thing, I swear to God, like every weekend. <laughs> I mean, we were in there.
2: It was like Crossroads for me.
0: Yeah, we'd get up, we'd watch it, and then we'd go out into the cul-de-sac and try try the tricks. You know right. what I mean? That was yeah. our thing. And it's it like
2: was, a Crossroads. I'd get up, and go watch it, and I'd go make deals with the devil and try and play with Jack Butler <laughs> and save my soul. You know, Same
0: there you company. go. Yeah, no wonder you bought an Ibanez.
2: Uh, okay,
0: you can see. <laughs> soft <entrance>. <laughs> <laughs> Although in that, wasn't he? wasn't Wasn't Steve I playing a Charvel or a Jackson? I think he was playing a
2: Jackson, and they blacked out the logo. Or it, 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 he also kind of had a deal with Carvin back then too. So, yep, I don't know if that was part of it. Ooh, the Power Slave. Iron Maiden cover artist Derek Riggs inserted secret messages in his detailed Power Slave artwork, including Mickey Mouse and silly phrases like "bollocks." And Indiana Jones was here. Nice.
0: Yeah, I was. I was looking at that album cover a few years ago and looking at all the fine details and all. Yeah, I found Mickey Mouse on there's stuff. Of course, it's like all of his album covers, you know, there's stuff everywhere.
2: I think yeah. we touched on that on the uh, the top three respective Maiden albums. Yeah, somewhere episode. in time. Yeah. So that, one, that one's got so much that. on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We so, touched yeah. on that.
2: Yeah, we pretty much knew about this one. Back in the day. Yes, we did. Wait a minute. Go back up. There was an Iron Maiden one. It looks like they skipped it. Oh, never mind. That uh, was one we just covered. Sorry, it was the page layout that threw me.
0: Sorry. Blame it on whatever you want. I'll a moment. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, Slayer guitarist Carrie King was at one point a keen breeder of show dogs. Interesting. That's probably why he has such a fantastic beard. <laughs> 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 it just it kind of cracks me up every time he
2: puts it like in a ponytail with multiple sections. It just looks like a huge feather duster <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> They I think when I see it, I don't know.
2: I know it's the most non-metal thing to say about seen the most that, metal guitarist Have seen
0: that one dude in... That one dude in Five Finger Death Punch, uh-uh. he's got like four or five of these long braids coming out of his beard, and he looks like a freaking octopus face. I don't know. It's, just, <laughs>
2: it's kind of weird. I
0: don't
2: well, know. you know, Carrie
0: King went on to breed uh, snakes, too, like all
2: kinds of different snakes. There's a, oh, what's the word? Is it herpetologist? What? Can you, can you Googleize that, please, after the Five Dang Finger it. Death Punch? I think it's a herp. Herpetologist. It sounds like the study of herpes, but it's not. It's the study <laughs> That's of, what of I was snakes. Like, yeah, herpes man. I mean, no, it's. I think herpetologist is the study of snakes. There, I got. It. Is it? Yeah,
0: that dude on the right, right there.
2: Yeah, he does have kind of an octopus alien face.
0: <laughs> I mean, what is that? Whoa.
2: That's like face dreadlocks. He's angry. It's like face locks. Well, if you had face locks, you'd be
0: angry too.
1: Face locks. And
2: Kerry King does have a pretty mammoth beard, though.
0: Who the fuck He was in show dogs
2: Well it's crazy That he went from that To snakes You know I mean that's kind of a jump Going dogs to snakes But yeah. You ever This has do.
0: nothing to do With anything But you ever see that movie uh, Best in show yeah. I think it was Holy shit That is a funny fucking yeah, movie Yeah I know, right It <laughs> is an awesome movie I don't think I've
1: seen
2: that. No It's oh, funny as shit It's like a mockumentary About, about dog shows And uh, yeah, stuff sure it's, it's classic guys, It's
0: got some kids In the hall guys Eugene did, Levy's uh, in it Eugene Levy Fred Willard Who I love That guy is so dry It's a good movie It's a good movie Zach Uh, So uh, so yeah Black Label Society Was originally named Hell's Kitchen Which explains The kitchen referencing Artwork of the band's Hastily redesigned Debut album Sonic Brew
2: Did you know that? No I know you're more Of a Black Label fan Bill are you a big Black Label fan Or
1: no? Um, I mean I like the stuff Yeah
2: I mean, I like it. What I heard, but I mean, I'm not like a I haven't followed them, followed them, yeah, I'm, kind of thing. Uh, I didn't know there
0: was I a few Adam albums there. More. Yeah, there was a few albums where I was into them pretty good, but it, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't even know when their last album came out at this point. Yeah. So. I just haven't listened
2: to him in a while. I mean, it's not that he's, I don't like him; it's just I haven't listened to him that much. He's all over the socials. Yeah,
0: exactly. he's a freaking wag well, job too, man. Have you ever watched any of his videos? Yeah, like, I mean, he's nuts. Some yeah, funny he's shit, and, he's, and he's not drinking anymore. No, I imagine how he was when he was drinking. He's <laughs> yeah, shit. That yeah, he's was awesome.
2: insane. Ah, oh, the Cliff. Before we joined Metallica, Cliff Burton was in a band called Easy Street with Future Faith No More members Jim Martin and Mike Borden.
0: That's interesting.
2: I did not know that. That is interesting kudos and commitments to ultimate classic rock for that little fact huh. I guess that explains kind of the connection of fate no more to kind of that whole California scene like the thrash scene because we never really knew how Faith no more was related but I wonder if that's if they were kind of in that same circle because he was in trauma before he joined Metallica like yeah. right before yeah so easy street must have been like a band prior to trauma interesting it is interesting that is
0: a I don't know if we knew that <laughs> what? The title track of Megadeth's Countdown to Extinction album was awarded the Humane Society's Genesis Award in 1993 for raising awareness about animal rights. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know that one. Uh, who knew? I did not know that either. Although I think the uh, purpose
2: of that album was to talk about the Countdown to Extinction of Humanity, not necessarily the Countdown to Extinction of Animals. But I guess if it raises awareness for animal Rights, then so be it. I did not know that though. That's, I don't know. I guess it's kind of fascinating, but it's like, that's not really what it was about. Anyway, moving on. You think you know metal? Guitarist Richie Faulkner's first public appearance with Judas Priest after replacing the retired KK Downing was on the very unmetallic stage of American Idol.
0: Wow, that's mm-hmm. a debut. Yeah.
2: Huh. Gotta American start somewhere. Idol?
0: Now, I remember hearing about them being on there, but I to look perplexed.
2: Well, I'm trying to figure out if I'm, re- I'm rereading that sentence because it almost sounds like he's saying first appearance, public appearance, Judas Priest, after replacing the return. So what was he doing on the stage of American Idol? Was he presenting? Was he actually playing metal? Was he playing with he's Judas Priest? playing
0: with Judas Priest.
2: Doesn't sound right.
0: I think you're delving.
2: Sorry. I think my mind's on overdrive and <laughs> mode. <laughs> I don't know how you spell that, but there's a lot of T's. It says right
0: there his first public performance with Judas Priest.
2: It just I, I can't imagine Judas Priest playing on American Idol. It just seems fucking
0: weird to me. Well, you remember back in the 70s and stuff, bands would show up on all kinds of weird TV shows.
2: Oh, I know, but it's just like, can you really imagine them playing? Do you think anybody watching American Idol even knows who the fuck Judas Priest is?
0: <laughs> Probably not. Well, they did that episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they probably had to be hyped. It's like here, look at these album covers. Do you remember?
0: The no. metal god out there doing his thing. You remember this guy? Remember?
2: Motorcycles? No. Not so much. Uh oh, the Randy. The Randy
0: Randy. Yeah. Future Slaughter Bassist Dana Strom helped Ozzy Osbourne recruit guitarist Randy Rhodes and later recommended guitarist Vinny Vincent and Mark St. John for Kiss. Huh. I, they- I knew I knew he recommended Randy. I didn't know about uh Vinny and Mark St. John. Well, I mean he played with
2: Vinny, so you know yeah. he was in the band, and I'm not sure about the Mark St. John connection yeah, but there.
0: He played with Vinny in the band after Vinny had done his stint with Kiss.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ah, so that was even beforehand. Yes. Sorry, my sense of time is forehand. Forehand. <laughs> what about aft hand? <laughs> aft hand.
1: Don't make me aft hand, you <laughs>
2: Yo, man, go take a look at my Afghan. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) My Afghan? Yo,
2: man. (laughs) It's like self frosting and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Lemmy.
0: When Motorhead's Lemmy tried to follow Keith Richards' lead and get his blood changed, the doctors refused. They said Lemmy's blood was so toxic with drugs that normal blood would probably kill people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, is that real? That sounds kind of like some, yeah. that sounds like some BS. So, I mean, that, that
2: sounds like a Lemmy fact. I mean, if I'm being honest. It's like weird.
0: a Lemmy legend factoid. It sounds like a limit, Lemmy l- lore. Lemmy. La, 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 you know, fast. I mean, in, in one stretch. Uh, Lemmy lore. Probably, yes. yeah. I'm sure his blood was completely toxified.
2: And he lived to be 70 years old, which in normal human years, that's like 178, I think. <laughs> right. So that's, you know, kudos and commitments to Lemmy for going that long.
1: <laughs>
2: and for having blood that would be toxic It's like Charlie Sheen's Tiger Blood Is nothing compared to Lenny Blood
1: Okay, failed reference, moving on
0: a Guitar player from uh, oh Cannibal God, Corpse that, Hold on, that,
2: that's almost offensive Well, that's probably why he was fired from Cannibal Corpse Go ahead and read it I can't read it, but I'm disgusted
0: After being fired from Cannibal Corpse in 1993 Guitarist Bob Russo Swapped his axe for a golf club Became a certified instructor for an Arizona country club.
2: Bob, kudos and commitments to you for making yourself happy for doing that, but I can see why you got fired from Cannibal Corpse, because golf is not metal in my book. It's not as metal as cannibal corpse. Cookie monster just wasn't good enough for you. (laughs) You needed quiet and serene, didn't you? So that's what you got. Just teasing. I did not know that though. (laughs) System of it down. Are you gonna read it? Oh, sure. Yeah. I figured we were kind of alternating, but...
0: I don't know. Well, sorry. I read the last one. Yeah, you did. a <laughs> yeah, not fucking say anything. What no, I remember? didn't. <laughs>
2: system of a Down's name was inspired by a Darum Malachian poem called Victims of a Down, but they went with System partly because their albums could sit closer to Slayers and record store bins. That is fucking metal as fuck and genius as fuck.
0: <laughs> we want to be... Next to Slayer. That's I mean, awesome. How can you argue? You can't argue with no, that. No. That's,
2: no. that's big-time metal nerdery. Kudos and commitments to System of a <laughs> them for that. Just that that alone is brilliant. Slayer should be happy to hear that. That's that's Absolutely. that's a cool scheme. I would have never thought about that, but that's brilliant. Suddenly, I'm well, British. I guess,
0: I guess if we'd have ever made it big back in the day, we'd have been close to ACDC. Yeah. And
2: Anthrax. Yeah. Might actually closer to Anthrax. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was an interesting factoid I did not know. Did you know that? I guys? did not
1: know that. I did not know
0: that. Dragula.
2: Rob Zombie. That that sounds, I feel like I knew that.
1: I
0: just, I haven't liked his stuff. I you know, I liked him better with White Zombie.
2: We'll read it anyway. Rob Zombie's first solo single, Dragula, was inspired by the classic 60s TV show, The Munsters, and a dragster driven by Grandpa Munster, Al Lewis. Yeah, he kind of went on and did his own thing. I do, it's good, though. I like it. It's not. It's not the same as White Zombie. I mean, it's kind of like trying to compare Pantera and Damage Plan. I mean, I know
0: it's totally I, I, I different. Yeah, I guess I just like White Zombie so much that when he it's did different. that, I was like, yeah, I, don't know.
2: Yeah. I, I prefer White Zombie. But. It's just. A, it's just. A, I think that's something we've noticed. That's
1: a good song, though. I like that song.
2: But, but I think, in a, a, a mental nerdery, you know, spastic moment, I think we've noticed that. The, You know, every artist has a phase, and sometimes they got a phase that's fucking awesome, and that's the phase you lock into, and sometimes they shift. Perfect example. Now we're moving on to talking about Metallica.
0: This one I did not know. But my point was,
2: before we get into that one, was the fact that some artists just have a phase that's good that you are appealed to, and some don't.
1: Yeah. Like the first
2: Sabbath, White Zombie. Anyway, tangentially finished. Moving on.
0: Right, Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett and Testament guitarist Eric Peterson were both married to the same woman. Luckily not at the same time. I didn't know that.
2: I guess she likes it with her fingers.
0: She likes guitar players. Guitars.
2: Sounds to me like she might have Vinnie Vincentitis.
0: (laughs) She likes guys that can finger it out editing. Finger it out.
1: (laughs) That would touch the neck and what? Stroke
2: the strings and finger them just so. That's what they want to do. Wow, that's
0: crazy. I did not know the metal love triangle. <laughs> Dave Mustaine, before all the bands, was a telemarketer. What do you mean you don't want to buy
2: this? That's exactly what that fucking face looks like. <laughs> What do you mean? His face in this picture, you guys you go to slash metal dash facts. It's Dave Mustaine, and I'm sure he's singing very passionately and rocking the fuck out, but it looks like he is just like like he had some food that really went south and he was about to.
0: Imagine Dave Mustaine as a telemarketer. <laughs> Fucking buy it. What do you mean? What
1: do you mean? <laughs> Hello, me. It's me again. Yeah, he used to roadie for me early
2: on in the Red Lobster days, so it was it was pretty cool having Dave on board. All right, did not know that either. That's also a metal fact we didn't know, but it's no. a little-known metal fact about Millie and Dave we don't know. Uh, the Phil, Anton Crowley, who played guitar on Necrophagia's 1999 album, Holocausto de la Morte, was actually Pantera's Phil Anselmo working under a pseudonym for legal reasons.
0: Anton yeah. Crowley. When we did the... Interesting. Uh, when we did the super episode, I actually uh, did you see it? No, Okay, I'm thinking of a different band, different Necrophagia. One? I was thinking of Bru- Bru- Brugeria or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Bru- it's a Bru- band Bru- that. that's had like so many famous musicians musicians in and out of it, and they, it all take, of they all take they uh, all take. I'm sure he was, yeah. But they all take on like assumed names. There's like nobody's under their real name in that project, and I was going to include it. And that, but there's like so many. I was like, I'm not.
2: It's almost weird. I'm that's like an eyes wide shut supergroup yeah. kind of thing. That's kind of strange. But uh, what's interesting about that is, I guess the Anton is for Anton Levay, the founder of the Church of Satan. And Crowley, I guess, is for Mr. Crowley, which would be Alistair Crowley, who was also an evil dude, apparently. Fun, optimistic stuff. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Eh, skip that one. Huh, that I did not know. Nope. Testament singer Chuck Billy and Deftones lead guitarist Stephen Carpenter are first cousins.
0: Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah.
2: Metal Nerdery family. Very nice. That's a new a newly not known previously metal nerdery fact. Wow, that's a mouthful.
0: I'm confused. That's what she said.
2: Hello. Uh
0: <laughs> not really a surprising <laughs> fact. I did not know this either. I don't think any of us uh, did. Jesus Priest singer Rob Halford briefly worked at a pornographic movie theater before joining the Metal Gods. I guess and Give Screaming for re- Vengeance
2: a whole new name.
0: <laughs> I guess if uh you know if you look at it with backshadowing. <laughs> the word for the session is backshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> shadowing.
2: <laughs> Was that it? Do we have to go with the Huh? The proper term aft shadowing. Oh, well that uh. sounds too much like ash shadowing. That's not good. Back shadowing. I like back shadowing. We're back to back shadowing.
1: Yes. Back to back <laughs> back. To <gross. laughs> we are uh, stupid. No, we did not know that either. I did not know that. Right. Factoid.
2: Ah. Hmm. Oh my god. Can wow. you imagine what wow. this would have been like? <laughs>
0: Yeah, early era Iron Maiden singer Dennis Wilcock quit the band when they refused to follow his lead and don kiss inspired makeup. Wow, that just wouldn't have worked, Ooh. man. I'm glad that. I mean the the spandex era was bad enough with Maiden, yeah. but uh, imagine if they'd have had the psst, face paint. But you know what
2: would have been funny is then they would have been like the early influences or like black metal. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, they could have picked up where Kiss left off. Interesting. And that was also a non-known metal nerdy fact.
0: Yeah, that's I uh, think. that's a way early picture because all I recognize is uh, a <laughs> Steve and Dave. <laughs> is there. that Tommy Aldridge Dave. on the I mean, right? You can't. Yeah, right. You can't.
2: Oh, that's such shitty. I wasn't being mean, but or maybe it's John Bon Jovi after Bender. Yeah, Steve Harris looks like he's fifteen. Does he got like
1: lamb
0: chops right there.
1: I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, I think he does lamb chops. <laughs> Dave looks older than all of them. Always, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I guess he got cursed with an old face when he was younger. It's like he grew into his face over time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wouldn't well, that
0: kind of be just like weird? when he was born? His dad looks at him and goes, <laughs> "Growing into his face." Maybe one day he'll grow into his face. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> so that guy with the old face? <laughs> You're not ready for this face. Yet. It's gonna take time to your face. <laughs> One day, son. One day. One day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Old face. That's a great
2: name for like a doom metal band. Isn't Old it? face. Old face.
0: With an E. <laughs> yeah. No like
2: uh, what? Uh, F-A-E-C-E, that little A E combo thing. Old face.
0: Well, I was thinking O L D E, but oh, that's even better. <laughs> or both, yeah. Both. With
2: both. <laughs> Ah, that's also an interesting factoid. The little boy scene on the cover of Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman is Ozzy's son Louis, or Louis, from his first marriage.
0: Hmm, yep, didn't know that.
2: I remember the first time I saw that album cover, it it literally freaked me out. I was like, what is that? Because that was before I'd seen any, like, Merciful Fate stuff, because none of that stuff had really come out yet. But the cover of Diary of a Madman is definitely a Trump, but I did not know well, that. it's funny because
0: he's like, there's all this ambiance and he's dressed up trying to be spooky and he's got that goofy look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what made it scarier. Didn't he's got think? that, he's got that, I'm so fucking high. I don't even know what I'm doing. They put me in this shit. I don't know.
1: We love you all.
2: <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I'm so high. Sharon, please pull me down.
0: He's yeah. yeah, he's just like he's got that look like I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always thought whenever I saw that, I oh, just thought that, that makes him yeah. look even crazier though. That makes him look even crazier. My makes man. him look do you have the precious makes him look even crazier. I did yeah. not know that metal factoid.
0: Yeah, there's one for you guys. Yeah. Tool's two
2: thousand one song Mantra. Especially, cons- essentially... <laughs> especially, essentially. Cons- yeah, especially, essentially, consists of a slowed-down recording of singer Maynard James Keenan squeezing his cat. Uh, now I want to hear it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is it like squeezing his cat?
0: Is, is the cat a euphemism? I don't, yeah, I don't to know. To death,
2: or did they misspell cat with another C-word? is it... That, what is that? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think we're going to have to go listen to that. Check it. Check the tape. on.
0: Move it on. Move it Move on. on. Oh, excellent. <laughs> this is wow. Spinal Tap is the only film on IMDB to be re- eh, to be rated. I can't talk.
2: To be rated. To be
0: rated out of eleven stars. That doesn't really
2: That is pretty awesome though. I mean usually most things go to like five stars, but shouldn't it be spi- like
0: rated eleven out of ten stars or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I think it's that makes more
2: sense. Of... Yeah, they went off the rails in that, but or we know rated where eleven from. stars. I don't know. Make eleven the new ten. <laughs> Because it goes to 11.
0: <laughs> He's like, well, that, why don't they just make him go to 11? He's like,
2: <laughs> these go to 11. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, this is almost shameful. Probably even more shameful even than me trying to sell our swag. Gore's Odorous Arungus became the spokesman for Circuit City's video game commercials in the late 90s.
0: Hence, eh. they went out of business.
2: <laughs> I guess I guess Gwar is still in business yeah that's probably why they yeah, went out of business
1: they're on tour right now yep yeah,
2: they were on tour with Sacred Reich Sea Circuit City maybe if you had your employees wear outfits like Gore, you'd still be in business you ever thought about that now you're thinking about it aren't you uh,
0: Odorous Urungus has uh, sadly uh, passed yes. from this
2: mortal coil well we give our salutes regardless to the great mighty Gwar I kind of like this band. I know you, This band has mixed contingencies with other folks. but Ghost-inspired, the Ghost Burger, served in a Chicago restaurant, and its recipe includes goat shoulder, red wine reduction, and a communion wafer. Amen. Wow. I, can't,
0: I just can't quite make my mind up about them. It's like they're not bad, but I can't. I don't know. It's like a metal BOC,
2: Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult kind of ish. Like, it kind of has that vibe, that kind of weird, sort of, because the lyrical stuff is kind of darker than what you would think, but yet most of the lyrics are kind of happy and have sort of a a happier tone, I guess, than something maybe darker or more satanic or whatever. It's a weird flavor, for sure, but it's, it's kind of got almost like a, to me, it's like a Blue Oyster Cult with a bigger production mm. and more metal production.
0: I, don't know, I, I just saw some video recently of them. I guess they were on tour with uh, Metallica, and they they showed it was like an outdoor gig, and they were playing in the it was daylight, and it just them all dressed like that spooky. In the just,
1: middle, in the middle of the day, in the middle
0: of the day, just it didn't work. And he's walking around doing this. I don't know. It was just.
2: I guess that would almost still be kind of eerie if you were into it, or because it's still the show. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anything on it. I'm not saying they're
0: they're good at what they do. It's just I don't know, I just can't
2: It it turns out the one that. thing I did find out about Ghost, it sounds like the it really is just pretty much one dude and he's got like a revolving door of musicians. At least that's the, the lore. That's not on this website. It's a different piece of lore.
0: Uh, longtime drummer Phil Filthy Animal Taylor sports an orange-sized lump on the back of his neck, the result of breaking his neck on tour in the early 80s and forgetting to visit a doctor for years. What? How do you forget?
2: <laughs> How the hell do you forget that?
0: Lots of alcohol. Lots of drugs. <laughs> yeah. Drugs. Wow break your neck
2: yeah I'm, I'm guessing that means that he probably didn't go to pain management he probably went to pain mastery it's like yeah here's how to block out must have pain. been a
0: hell of a party
2: man <laughs> i wonder what his doctor said when he saw that he was probably like what the uh i think we knew this but i wasn't sure tool singer Maynor james keenan served in the u.s army and has studied jujitsu with brazilian martial arts legend Rickson Gracie.
1: It's Hickson Gracie. Is it? Yeah, the R's and H.
2: Oh, kind of like uh, Hoist Gracie?
1: Right. And his... Is he related? Uh, to Hoist sure. Yes. To Sure. Yes. And he has a winery in Arizona. I knew Arizona, that. In Arizona, yeah,
2: but, I did know that about Maynard. Okay, so Hoist Gracie and Gr- or Hickson Gracie is yeah, related I to I Hoist, Gracie. Hoist Gracie. Yeah, I remember Gracie. Yeah, I do too. From he the was, early days of He the, was kind of the beginning of all the MMA stuff. Wasn't well, he? he
0: was there at the beginning.
1: Yeah, he was there at the
2: beginning. Yeah. It Must be why well, that name probably persists.
1: The Godfather.
2: Yes, he's like the Black Sabbath of internet. <laughs> is what you're telling me. It's fine. You can say it. Yep. It's reasonable. I almost thought that was Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Yeah,
1: I Holy can see shit. that for sure.
2: I was like, wait a minute. How the fuck is he on this list? He doesn't belong here. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. If you will see this link, we'll. we'll yeah, <laughs> that that's Weird it'll, Al incarnate
2: right me. there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely Weird Al. After leaving Megadeth in 2003, guitarist Marty Friedman, a.k.a. Weird Al, (laughs) moved to Japan. Marty
0: Weird Al Friedman. (laughs) (laughs) Moved to Japan and used
2: his command of the Japanese language to become a popular TV show host. Wow. Interesting.
0: Well, I knew he went over there and he's like fully immersed in the Japanese culture and and, and he's done a lot of music over there, a lot of j-pop yeah j-pop type and i didn't know he was a tv show host but cool but yeah he's
2: it seemed like he kind of went full tilt like he just something he just fell in love with everything japan and he just moved and that was kind of kind of the last we heard about him here stateside but i think in japan he's like
0: almost he's like david hasselhoff in germany over there i mean (laughs) okay that's a that's an analogy i can wrap my
2: head around because elvis is too big but it's like if he's like if Hasselhoff. So, so Marty Freeman is to Japan like half a haffa 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 hasselhoff is hasselhoff to Germany. Hoffner. Hasselhoffner. Hasselhoffner. Yeah, he drives Kit and he plays bass. What do you want? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, We got off the rails there. The cover artwork for System of Down's Hypnotize and Mesmerize albums was designed by... Designed? By guitarist Darren Malakian's father, Vartan, who's an accomplished artist in his own right. I did not know that.
0: Vartan, what a
2: badass name. That is a yeah, fucking badass name. Yeah, I was thing. thinking
0: that's like some kind of sci-fi name right there. the uh, Vartan
2: sounds like Kaiser Soze's right-hand dude to me, I think. Don't you think? It's like John Wick calls him when he needs like a favor. It's like he calls Vartan.
1: Sounds like the... <laughs> sounds like... Like one of the villains on G.I. Joe or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I am Vartan.
2: Oh yes, this looks like a fun one.
0: This is a fun one. I remember this. Yeah, I remember, I it, remember. it too. Yep. Uh, it was pretty body. obvious the very first time I saw it. Oh yeah, and I, I think every, that, uh, we
2: talked about this too. I know because yeah. I think we went we went off for a while.
0: Uh, when classic thrashers overkill noticed the similarity between their mascot and avenged sevenfolds, they made shirts for uh, avenged sevenfold reading, Get your own fucking logo. Wow. <laughs> it's
2: like you can't take Charlie. That's not yours. Leave it alone.
0: Look at that established 1981. This one's ours. Get your own fucking logo. Wow
2: how close like, I, I remember it was close but I don't remember exactly how close but I know we commented on it because we were talking about it because I think I think Adam called me one day and was telling me about it and I was like or we might have been like having beer yeah, or something spill. but I remember we were talking about it I was like no because I think I'd seen it too and I was like you gotta be shitting me
1: oh it's pretty damn close yeah oh, it's, too, it's way too close it's too close it's, way too close. it's, it's, close. it's entirely
2: too close yeah. And they caught a lot of flack for that.
1: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry, guys. It was a cool idea, but.
0: Come on. Yeah. I mean, you can't put us a, a wings on a skull and.
2: and call it yours. Yeah. yeah. That's no. ours, man. No. Yeah. If you've ever seen the video for Hello from the Gutter where Charlie's flying through this, flying through the underworld <laughs> yeah. and like, you know, lo- annihilating people with lasers from his eyes like ill-tempered sea bass. <laughs> hit hit you know it's like if he saw that thing he would like just blast it with some lasers and that'd be the end of that and just gobble him up so yeah i do remember that whole controversy and i was on the side of overkill as always
0: well last last weekend during the great uh two thousand nineteen schnitzel off uh tim and i were listening to overkill excellent elimination excellent. <laughs> yeah but then i had i was like sometimes when i cook food from, like, whatever country. I'll I'll pop on, like, traditional music from Japan or something. You know what I mean? Just a sort of, whatever. So, That's kind of cool. i so like, like that. I popped on, like, traditional German music and, like, after ten minutes, Tim and I were looking at each other like... Uh, no. <laughs> so stop, stop that. I went straight to create the <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we we were making schnitzel listening to creator. I was nice. like that's ah, a party. Uh, yeah. Let me
2: let me ask you guys real quick. I am upstairs, I'm with doing some new recipes. Do you think schnitzel pasta might catch on? That sounds delicious to me. What do you guys think?
0: Well, I mean they've already got the uh, the spotsley to go with it, which is kinda like a pasta. So.
2: Ooh. That, that sounds cool as hell. I need to look that up. Spotsley? <laughs> Is that like parsley? No. I, I don't know. I'm going to try it out, though, you guys. You put gravy awesome. on it. It's really good. Gravy? I'm going to add that to my pasta. It sounds delicious. I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. Hey, it's Millie, by the way.
0: Uh, whatever.
2: <laughs> it's like when the moment kicks in, it's like, eh, whatever. Eh, uh, whatever. nah. Ooh. That sounded wait. Yeah, we're, we're sitting here scrolling through this list because there's a hundred things, and obviously there we don't. We'll have a four hour podcast probably if we talk about all one hundred things, but we're trying to find the ones that have most meaning to us and hopefully to.
0: Yeah, fear factory. That was a big. Uh, you
2: also sorry that was a burp. Was a
0: big uh, fear factory guy. Yes. Uh, anyway, there's singer. Burton C. Bell claims he was an extra in Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit" video. Wow, banging his head along with the other kids in the clip. Interesting. It's a
2: small universe. Yeah. Remember the first time I heard Fear Factory?
0: Awesomeness! I saw them on their uh, first tour. Their their very first album.
2: Uh, D, not D-Manufacturer. It was number two. No, it was uh, Soul of a New Machine. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was badass. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I remember oh, when I first heard Fear like Factory. Like, holy dude. shit.
0: Yeah, those guys were yeah, good.
2: Go check out the early Fruit Factory stuff.
0: It's tasty. Uh,
2: I like them, and I think this is one everybody knew. Swedish prog meddlers Meshuggah derived their name from the Yiddish word for crazy. I think that actual word is Mashugana.
0: Yeah, is good. They got yeah. good stuff. Yeah, they are like bad
2: them. ass. I think they're kind of falling to like the Precision metal. I don't know if that's a name, but they're not post and they're not core. They're just Meshuggah. It's worth checking out. Ah, I think we all knew this, but it's worth repeating. So repeat it. Okay, I don't know if you're going to read it. Well, I didn't, I, sometimes I don't know if you're going to do it or if it's going to be me. It's like, it's like, do you push? Do I pull? Whoa. Okay. Change of subject. Future Motorhead leader, Ian Lemmy, kill Mr. Kind of like Ian. Ian's kind of cool. Worked as a roadie, humping gear for Jimi Hendrix, among others. Humping gear.
1: Somebody's yeah. got to do it.
0: I heard he was also in charge of uh, going out and finding drugs for Jimmy <laughs> wherever they were at.
2: <laughs> nice. Well, talk about the life of a roadie. I still want to out? know about humping gear. It's like, what kind of cabinets are you using, bro? What kind of well, inputs do they have?
0: I heard basically he would go out. Like score all this acid. It's just what I read. So who knows? Uh, he would like score a bunch of acid, take it back, and then like Jimmy would evidently just be like, all the crew that walked by. He was like, here, here, here. here. You <laughs> just know, he handing just, out acid. Handing
1: it out. You know, it's like nice,
2: nice. <laughs> uh, it's
0: my it's kind of race. Days.
2: He's humping yeah, gear. No
0: wonder he set his guitar on fire, right? I
2: mean, he's been humping gear. That's probably part of it.
0: I didn't know that.
2: Oh, that's kind of How many albums are they going to put out? Let's I read don't it. Seriously.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's kind
2: of dumb, but it's kind of fun, I guess.
0: Morbid Angel I, I I'll start over. <laughs> Morbid Angel album titles are working through the alphabet, beginning with 1989's Altars of Madness, then 1991's Blessed Are the Sick, 1993's Covenant, and so on.
2: Well, man, what are they going to do, put out 26 records? What's the box set going to be called? The alphabet box set? Sorry. Right. That's kind of a smart thing to do. Then you can kind of track your progress. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what album are we on? <laughs> <laughs> we're on? We're on Edna executes everything. I think it's number five. <laughs> Edna executes
1: Edna. I think now we got a from? Uh, I don't know. I was looking for an E.
2: That was next. F is good. Okay. Fucks ain't nothing but holes. Okay. That's number six. Nah, they screwed up.
0: Oh, they missed it. They, they fucked up the E. Up. They should have went with Edna. Why do you forget
1: Edna. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the fuck. And they went from domination to formula's fatal to the flesh. Maybe it was. Did,
1: a, maybe it was an EP. How do? You, oh, <laughs> that's G possible. H. Yeah, they ruined
0: it. They ruined it. H- uh, Wait, skipped a J- what? No, too. no.
2: Entangled in chaos. It was an E. And Juvenalia was the uh, other one. Okay, so, so that included the uh, live, live albums.
0: Album. Okay, all right. Sneaky okay, bastards. That's kind of genius, you still. So they're only at the J.
2: That's still like a lot of letters, though, right? I don't know how many that is exactly. Let's see.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. It's ten. I just counted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had to sink through it to get to ten, but I knew it. I was you like, to sing
0: Did you hear? Yeah. I heard a thing on the news where they're trying to. Uh, there's some school district somewhere that's trying to when they. You know the alphabet song with the L M N O P, they they did a version. Oh no! To make it easier for kids, without the L M N O P, it's like L M N O P, so kids wouldn't get confused and think L M N O P was a letter or something.
2: Oh my God! No, that's overthinking. What? Maybe I'm
1: the. A- yeah. That's that's the world. Maybe, the, maybe that's my
2: problem is I'm just like everybody else. I overthink everything. It's like, no, don't overthink everything. And
1: even if they do think that, then that's stupid. eventually they're going to realize that.
2: That's
0: how you learn, right? Yes.
2: <laughs> how, how do you spell pterodactyl? Oh, that's easy. It's
0: L-M-N-O-P-T-E-R-Y-Dactyl. <laughs> oh, here's one for you, Matthew. You take, oh, yeah. take this one.
2: Street Theater members John Petrucci, John Mayung, and Mike Portnoy are each married to a member of the all-girl New York area thrash metal band Mean Streak.
0: Nice. Well, I knew I knew about Petrucci. I didn't know that uh, Portnoy's and um, Young's I feel like I knew were they also. were in a band. I
2: just didn't know the band name. I don't know why I was thinking. I guess I was thinking Vixen because of Roxy Petrucci, but I know that's not correct, and we've already firmed that up on a different episode. Yeah. Mean Streak. We'll have to check them out. Thrash metal. I mean you hear New York thrash metal, and I'm thinking overkill. I'm like, that's gotta be pretty good. Yeah. We gotta read this with a love of Pantera.
1: But <laughs> this picture. Holy shit, he looks like he looks like Elvis. he
0: looks like David Allen Coe right there.
1: He looks like fucking Elvis man.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks like an Elvis of ah. uh-huh. David Allen Coe. Wow, what the fuck <laughs> was that? What was that?
1: <laughs> 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 Uh, break out the
0: defibrillator. Uh, oh,
1: shit. That picture is so fucking ridiculous.
2: <laughs> that needs to be the new face of, like, metal surgery. We need that picture for this episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: comb about. over It just there. tickled you right in the cockles, didn't
1: it? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is when Matt goes, goes into his twelve-year-old girl mode.
2: Oh, this is too much! It's uh, <laughs> when you see this picture in the
0: face. It is pretty damn funny. <laughs> I was snapped at just the wrong time. <laughs>
1: damn. Oh shit! Oh, Talk
0: together. about helmet hair. I
1: mean, oh. <laughs> Oh man <laughs> God damn
0: How fitting
2: Ah, uh, Bag Daryl was at one point The proud owner of a real live goat Whose goatee he would dye red Purple or pink to match his own Signature facial hair Dude I hope you didn't give the goat the same hair Do you have in this picture That goat would be awesome Oh my god That's,
1: just, that's that fucking funny Pretty classic right there <laughs> It's got to go on Instagram.
2: Man. He was thrashing. <laughs> yes. He was thrashing hard, but it's like his hair looks so cool.
1: Sorry. That went way overboard. That was a 1969 helmet hair for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, Some, like, it's like Conway 20 out of control. Conway, <laughs> <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely out of control.
0: Hello, darling. I was going to say, hello,
1: darling.
2: Completely out of control. Okay. Sorry about it's the folks. Tight-fitting I went jeans. Totally off the rails there. There's another Tool one for you. Ah, that's kind of an interesting little movie crossover. Tool guitarist Adam Jones worked at special effects studios designing creatures for major movies like Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Interesting factoid. Yeah, evidently that new Terminator movie is like tanked. Really? Yeah. Really? That's, that's a shame.
2: Was Arnold in it?
0: Yeah, yeah Arnold and uh, what's her name? And, uh, uh, Linda Hill. Yeah, yeah, she was back in it.
2: And it tanked?
0: Evidently, that's what I kept hearing on the radio.
2: Now I kind of want to go see it.
0: <laughs> right? I wonder
2: yeah. if it was like a parody of itself, and it was got to the point where it was like,
0: I'm well, sure it wasn't supposed uh, to be. James Cameron was actually involved in this one too, Yeah. and he said in his mind, this was kind of like get rid of everything that came that came out. This is like a direct sequel from the first one, kind of thing.
1: The what? first one or the second one? Terminator I'm not two. sure.
0: I was just. Debating that in my mind, whether yeah. he said Terminator two or the first one, but
2: yeah. huh? Well, now I still kind of want to see it just to have yeah. I mean, some I'll watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's Arnold.
2: <laughs> it is from Austria.
0: I wonder if there was a chopper. There might have been a chopper <laughs> over there. <laughs> got to get to the chopper. Patu, the Nata. Seputujah.
2: Seputuru and the. That's
0: an interesting one. Sepultura and Soulfly frontman Max Cavalera provide provide. Provide. One of these days, I'm gonna learn how to read. We need
2: a shot. That's probably the problem. Uh, His
0: death roar to the Scorpion King in 2001's "The Mummy Returns." I did not know that. I like the
2: death roar. I didn't know that either, but I like death roar. That sounds awesome.
0: Good band name. Death roar. (laughs) He's got a good roar. Yeah, he does. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Crap, I thought I had a burp that was going to be perfectly timed with the Death Roar.
0: Oh, which I think... Regrettably, I did not. Speaking of the uh, Soulfly, (laughs) and well, just Max, I guess. I uh, recently was riding and pulled up one of the newer uh, Cavalera Conspiracy albums. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Quality? I'll I'll have to find out which one it was and let y'all know, but it was badass.
2: So, highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Because I'm kind of going for a CD binge now. These guys make fun of me because I've still not yet plunged into technology and, you know, gotten into, like, digital downloaded music and stuff. I'm still rocking the CDs, but I will order me some Cavalier <clears throat> Conspiracy CDs.
0: Got the first two, and they're badass.
2: Along with, like, you know, Meet the Remains and stuff.
0: Oh, yes. <clears throat> I have you to. definitely, you definitely.
2: Maybe even some forced entry. What? Or backshadowing, whichever. Gross. I think we need to talk about this since we recently covered the Big Four. Yeah. It's probably already known. Bay Area Thrasher's Exodus had to abandon early songs like Impaler and Die by His Hand because exiting guitarist Kirk Hammett repurposed parts of each song from Metallica's Trapped Under Ice and Creeping Death. What a dick. What a dick, yeah, but I did not know that.
0: I didn't know that either.
2: It's uh, good stuff. These guys are... uh, these guys know their shit. They did deep. <laughs> Maybe they knew these guys. They probably knew them and they hung out at a party or something. They're like, "Hey, man, ah, this is interesting."
0: Uh, Two thousand nine, Lamb of God frontman Randy Blythe played the part of a church deacon with serious anger management issues in the horror flick The Graves, which I don't even remember.
2: So. I, I kind of want to see it now, just just because. Kind of like with Trick or Treat. Remember Trick or Treat? You had Ozzy and Gene uh, Simmons from Kiss. That's his official yeah. name, by the way. And it was, it was a nod to metal in the mainstream. So, so great pouring so in his hair
0: there. Is that water or vodka?
2: It's Lamb of God juice, so <laughs> yes, it's water. And then when God the Lamb juice. of God touches Why it, it God turns juice. to red wine. <laughs> and it looks like it's been raining blood from a lacerated sky on top of his brain. Moving on. Oh, this is great. Because this was always one of those ones that kind of freaked me out when I first read about it. Deicide. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Benton, he was always about, he, you know, he burned a inverted cross into his forehead. And, of course, that made him super metal. It was almost like he was part, I don't know, part Manson and part metal. Not not to be confused with Marilyn Manson. Anyway, so, but deicide was all about, you know, if you look at the definition of deicide, it's pretty gruesome. But it says here, besides burning an inverted cross into his forehead, deicide's Glenn Benton promised he'd commit suicide by age 33. But Glenn's still with us and well into his 40s. And clearly not committal on committing suicide, which I guess is metal. Keep going, Glenn. Righty, then. Wait till 66. I can't respect him
0: anymore. He didn't kill himself.
2: Well, if he waits till 66, then it'll be more satanic and then it'll be fitting, so.
0: Uh, A cannibal corpse sticker can be seen in Jack Black's character's bedroom in the 2003 comedy School of Rock. I did not know that. You know, I wonder if I knew that. Which was... Fairly decent Jack Black movie, whatever. Yeah. Jack Black being Jack Black and some rock and roll. And to be
2: fair, Jack Black does support the metal community. Absolutely. And, of course, on The Pet Detective. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Kettle Corpse is on The Pet Detective as well. Yes. Oh, yes. Excuse me. 90s stoner doomed titans sleep smoked a reputed seven-figure advance from London records into their bongs and delivered the hour long dope smoker aka jerusalem album before breaking up that is amazing seven figure it <laughs> and if you've ever listened to that album i don't know if you guys have listened to it that no. it it's like 60 minutes of like sabbathy heaviness and just plodding riffs for it's almost hypnotic like drone but it's kind of doomy and it's a cool album, but it's just like, like the lyrics don't kick into like the twenty three minute mark, and it goes for like sixty five minutes or something. It's, yeah, it's like ridiculous. just
0: some guys being really high and
2: yeah. But if they smoke that much weed, then wow, it explains a lot. Anyway, that is a killer. album. I remember when album. I first
0: came across Sleep. Well, Holy Mountain, that's yeah. a killer album too. This is back when you could like some of the record stores, you could listen to the CDs or whatever you know before you bought them. Yeah,
2: Tower did that, I think.
0: I think it was that Tower, yeah. the one not going out here, but uh, yeah. Slayer was yeah. there. But. I came across that and listened to it. And I was like, "Whoa!" So I knew he would like it. I yeah. took it to him. It's good stuff. It that was stuff. good stuff. Ooh, I reckon it's very Sabbathy. We'll have hey.
2: to we'll have to do a sleep episode at some point in the future.
0: Hey, Geoff, you have you have cropped up into the uh, one hundred metal facts here,
2: <clears throat> and it's good to be here. <laughs> and now we'll talk about my appearance on the cover of Pantera's nineteen ninety two album, Vulgar Display of Power. Yeah, it looks like in this picture. We always joke about it.
0: Oh, this is the uh, the legend version.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ah. Yeah, we always joke about this, because yeah, in the picture, we can't help but think that it looks a little bit like Jeff Tate from Queensryche. Hey, yeah, excuse just, me, it's actually me.
0: Yeah, we just discussed this on our last, uh, well, I guess when this comes out, it won't be the last release, but our Pantera dive.
2: Yeah, our Pantera album dive. Yes. The fan who volunteered his face to be punched for Pantera's vulgar display of power album cover had to withstand almost 80 whacks before the money shot was captured.
0: Which has been debunked. Yes. Okay,
2: so it's not factual. Supposedly. 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 Yeah. But it still looks amazingly like me on the cover. Just so you know, my ego won't let it die. This is (laughs) Geoftate. Wow, the gore is uh, making the rounds. John Rivers.
0: They made a uh, hilarious visit to Joan Rivers' daytime TV show, 1990, to discuss Shock Rock. I guess I missed that one.
2: Mm. Can you imagine Gore's or Odorous Arungus and Beefcake the Mighty on Joan Rivers?
0: Talking to Joan
1: Rivers. And a lot
2: of people may not know who Joan Rivers is, but she did, you know, those of us our age will know, she did comedy and she did talk shows and stuff in the 90s. But to see Gore on during the day, you know, when... Can you imagine what people would think when they saw that if they didn't know what was going on? It's like,
0: what the hell is going on? Some reason that just popped into my memory. Uh, remember News Radio? Yes. The show. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. That's brilliant show. Yeah. Uh, there was an episode. I can't remember the circumstances around it, but uh, the what's her name, Lisa, Dave's girlfriend. Yes. Uh, Mara Tierney. Yeah. Yes. She. Uh, she like scored an interview with Anthrax. Mm. And I think it was. I think. I think I vaguely remember. I that. think it was Scott Ian and John Bush. So it was that era. And uh, yeah, it was. Because she brought up when she was talking to him the fact of Dimebag Daryl, you know, doing some solos on those albums. And so she she asked him, uh, So what was it like having, so I'm paraphrasing. She's like, So what was it like having the, the guitar player from Pantera playing, <laughs> playing solos on your records? And Scott Ian and John Bush look at each other like, It's. Pantera. <laughs> pantera. <laughs> pantera 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 look at a christian band oh, that's petra a Different band. <laughs> holy shit pantera. petra god dude we're not a... sorry okay.
2: I, i'm gonna go get checked i need to go to a doctor maybe i don't know a lot of cannibal corpse on there
0: dedicated their first album to uh, alfred packer who is generally recorded as the or regarded as the first american cannibal
2: wow Oh, wow, that's interesting. That is fascinating. The cover art for Obituary's Cause of Death album was originally intended for Sepultura's Beneath the Remains, but all was well because Sepultura got their distinctive orange skull cover instead.
0: I like that album cover. Yeah. I think that suited that album, yeah. so I think it worked out.
2: It has yeah, a certain yeah, kind of darkness
1: to it. That logo of uh, Obituary looks very similar to the Decimation. It does mm. look kind of similar yeah, to the Decimation. Yeah,
0: you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes, it
0: does. Yes. Very
2: fascinating. Uh I think yeah. we covered this on a previous dive, but Yeah.
0: After his departure from Anthrax, lead guitarist Dan Spitz became a master watchmaker.
2: So trained by the prestigious Bulova School in Switzerland. Switzerland. Not know if that's how they talk there, but I'm talking like <laughs> that there. Uh I think we touched on this in one, one of the earlier yeah. ones too. Uh, there you oh go. we gotta touch this because it's Sabbath. You keep your hands
0: off. Touching. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Sorry. A little, a little too touchy around here with the touching. Bill Ward's bright red tights on the cover of Black Sabbath's 1975 LP Sabotage belonged to his wife.
0: I didn't need to know that. No, we're not supposed <laughs> to know that. I don't think I need to know that either. Come on, Billy.
2: But now we know. And it's weird because if you look at the cover of that album, Bill kind of does look like a He kind of looks like a homely English woman, maybe. I don't know. But the tights I guess kind of accentuate the ensemble.
0: Yeah, I didn't need to know that.
2: Apparently there was another story about the where uh I think I read it either in the OMI book or the the Ozzy autobiography, but <clears throat> they were talking about I guess like uh, Tony or Ozzy would always like say goofy things to Bill, like, Hey, you know, I'm gonna do this and Bill's like, Whatever. So one time he said, Hey, I'm gonna set you on fire, and Bill's like, Whatever. And then I think Ozzy like tipped some gas on him, or maybe it was Tony and lit a match and threw it. And it like burned and like melted the tights and stuff. And he was like screaming and they're like all laughing. And it's like, (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: I remember hearing that story. Yeah.
2: "Eh, Well, I guess to be fair, he was treated like a drummer. So, anyway, moving on
1: we still
0: (laughs) Napalm Death appeared on a UK children's show (laughs) (laughs) aptly titled What's That Noise and needless to say those kids were never the same (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome
1: that is
2: awesome Uh, I would love to see the feedback uh, reel of how that went down
0: uh, the caricature of Anthrax used on the State of Euphoria album was created by legendary Mad Magazine artist Mort Drucker I didn't know that I
2: did not know that either Fascinating. I pronounced the C.
0: Back with back when Ian had hair.
2: Yeah. Whereas I used to think of him Scott Ian. Ah.
0: Iron Maidens Cannot
2: Play with Madness video included a cameo from Monty Python icon Graham Chapman.
0: I did not know that.
2: Who played an ornery professor? He died just over a year later. Mm. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. It's fast that's also fascinating. The C pronounced. What? Oh, okay, you know what? I think this explains a lot. Well, it explains a lot in terms of the coalition of uh, metal and, and tacos. Yeah. Before he became the father of death metal, Death's Chuck Schuldiner held down a day job at a Florida taco stand. That's awesome.
0: You used to work at a taco stand.
2: Uh, Del Taco. I guess I wasn't really a stand, but. For yeah, some you, of,
1: you and Tommy both worked there, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I thought Tommy did too. Yeah,
2: he did too. I trained him. I showed him how to air <laughs> out the walk-in. Which was oh, at the of, same store. Yeah. For any of you out there who are working and working in fast food, don't, don't let them trick you into, like, holding a garbage bag up to the fan in the walk-in refrigerator, filling the bag full of air, walking outside the back of the building, and then shaking the air out of the bag to air out the walk-in. What? That is actually something I did. I guess it was a ritualistic initiation thing. I thought it was stupid. They all went along with it. And I realized these people are bad shit crazy. But anyway. I was there the day Tommy uh, bailed. A quit? Yeah. What did he just like get pissed
1: off and just fingers and yeah, It was something like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember all the details. I just remember driving away and him like, fuck you. Or what, doing, some, <laughs> doing some shit. I don't, know. I don't know. I'll have to remember that when I get ready to have my <laughs> fuck you moment. Uh, yeah. I just have to
2: pay this. Pay the parking first.
0: Uh, During his brief time away from Black Metal Pioneer's Venom, bassist and vocalist Conrad Kronos Lant became a dedicated bodybuilder and health enthusiast. Interesting.
2: How about that? Some bodybuilding and health enthusiasm is now in conjunction with Black Metal. Conrad. i got to say I like Kronos way better. Nothing against Conrad, but... I don't know, says more metal. That's interesting to me. After they were taken to task for calling Judas Priest, quote, a death metal band in 2014, Simpsons writers punished Bart Simpson by having him fill a chalkboard with the phrase, Judas Priest is not death metal, all over the chalkboard on the following week's episode. So, for exactly. those of you who like The Simpsons, a little interesting there. Ah, more Sepultura.
0: Yeah, Sepultura got their name from Motorhead song Dancing on Your Grave. After translating its lyrics to Portuguese and deciding that Grave or Sepultura had a nice ring to it. Interesting. And it does.
2: So Motorhead and Sepultura are, you could say, tangentially related. That's good to know. Well, that's an interesting fact, but I've never heard that. Yeah.
0: And now you'll never know unless you look at the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Ah, ultimateclassicrock.com slash metal dash facts.
0: Napalm Death got into the Guinness Book of Records with the shortest song ever recorded. Even shorter than some uh, S.O.D., I guess. (laughs) Uh, The song You Suffer lasts just 1.316 seconds.
1: Nice.
2: It's like their speed metal song. It's like really fast. Dude, they got a prog song that's like 19 seconds long.
0: How do you play a song in 1.3 seconds? It's just like the beginning of a chord.
2: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
0: So everybody's solo for one second? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's like S.O.D., like I think they, they capped out at, what was it, four seconds? There was one, there was one live thing, I think it was, it was like a live compilation. They were trying to do like three of like little short blast beat songs in like a record. And the record they had it at was like, it was three different ones, I forget which ones, but they they it was like four songs in four seconds is what they were trying to do. And they initially did it in like, seven seconds or something like something crazy like that. But they
0: literally did, like, all these songs in, like, a few seconds. And it was just like... Anyway, the vomiting of sound. Vomit. Shut up, man. Sound Let's vomit. keep moving. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't know this. I did not either. Another Hobbit uh, influence on metal, 80s thrashers, Flotsam and Jetsam, got their name from a chapter title in J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Very, very
2: interesting. Although Flotsam and Jetsam, I think, does relate to... Uh, Stuff that washes up on a beach.
0: I I, I'm lazy and I've never read the books. So I just did the movie version.
2: <laughs> Lots some adjustments in the movie. Wait, yeah, <laughs> hmm? dude, guest have, appearance. Did they play the volcano? At the shire.
0: There was a concert the shire. at the Shire one night. <laughs> it's like Millie. It. there.
2: <laughs> yeah, Millie opened it inside the mushroom hut. Probot. Ah, if the cover art for Dave Grohl's Heavy Metal Side Project, ProBot, looks familiar, that's because it was designed by Voivod drummer Michael Away Langvin, or Langevin, who did the same for his band's albums. It does have kind of a voivod yeah, right. vibe. I can see that. Even kind of the um, logo, like the font, yeah. kind of has that, that Voivod feel to it. Uh, we got to talk about George. guitarist George Lynch shot his solo for Dawkins you just got lucky video on a real active volcano it erupted only minutes after the final cut as the musician and crew scrambled to escape
0: that's metal that's fucking metal metal.
2: (laughs) it's dangaroos but that's also metal George (laughs) George Lynch he's a a nice young boy plays guitar yeah
0: he was one of my favorites back in the day I have
2: to admit heavily influenced me he's quite a favorite He's still a monster musician, still doing stuff. Uh, well, we gotta talk about we yeah, talked about loin cloths. But how do we not talk about them?
0: Man of War comes up. You have to.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay respect.
0: Uh, Nineteen ninety eight. Man of War's Joey DeMaio became a member of the Sovereign Military Order of Malta, which doesn't actually do much, but sure, he has a pretty coat of arms. But he's got it all over his loincloth. cloth. Absolutely, he's probably got a custom
2: one cloth. I'm sure those, all those guys have to.
0: You know, they were they were one of those bands that, like, you know, people of War or whatever. It's like I would listen to them, and I'm just like, I can't, I just can't do it. I don't know what it.
2: Yeah, you got to be in a place for it. Now, I, know I will what you say, because yeah. I pulled up Blow Your Speakers a few weeks ago, just for the hell of it, because I remember seeing that video on the ball, and I was kind of like, all right, let's go back and watch it. And it doesn't really age well, but it's still just fucking fun you know it's yeah just i like, mean turn that shit up and just rock out
0: yeah. i mean obviously they they hit their niche obviously but i just i don't know
2: but yeah so the loincloths really are still they're yeah. still under development though but uh but yeah i think i bet their loincloths had that that coat of arms on it that pretty coat of arms that malta has <laughs> pretty pretty ah this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before about albums that sound like you're there but this isn't about albums, this is about speakers. Juice Priest appeared in a 1984 TV ad for spark Car Stereos, which claimed that owning one was like, quote, having a concert in your car, end quote.
0: Gotta love that. Those Turbo-Era outfits. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Dave Holland there with whatever that
2: Yeah, that looks kind of like... Uh, i not on. sure what that look is. <laughs> K.K. looks like he's got pert going on. but Very scary. Ah, oh, the gents. Ooh, that's a fascinating. The 43-year gap separates Black Sabbath's two visits to number one on the UK charts. First with 1970's Paranoid. Excellent. And second with 2013's 13, breaking Bob Dylan's record of 39 years. Hail to Black Sabbath. Yeah,
0: Bob Dylan nice. ain't got shit. That's right. Yeah,
2: kudos and commitments and condiments to Black Sabbath, because Black Sabbath. Need I say more?
0: Because Black Sabbath.
2: Exactly. Done. Oh, that was a fun one.
0: Okay, I always kind of wondered about that. Uh, Legendary comedian Milton Berle agreed to appear in Rat's Round and Round video because his nephew, Marshall Berle, was Rat's manager at the time. There was always Uh, a discussion. I knew there had to to be, like, something. I was like, why the hell would he be in a Rat video?
2: Well, there was always some kind of connection with Milton Berle and Rat, and that was kind of one of those things that initially people couldn't wrap their head around because the video kind of grabbed a lot of people. That was a huge video for Rat. That was pretty much – that's probably the video that broke Rat, I think. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that – yeah, the song, I mean – But
2: there was always that kind of lore, like, okay, well – how is he related to Rat? And I guess that that's it. I, I knew he was related. That story was related somehow to him and Rat, but I didn't know how that was. Shut up, man. You're rambling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I've got to read anything that goes with Wasp because, because Wasp. Yes. Wasp. Uh, Blackie wasp. E. Lawless briefly appears in This Is Spinal to I didn't know that. Ooh. During the Sex Farm portion of the movie's closing infomercial. <laughs> <laughs>
2: where's the sex farm <laughs> I want to go to that Maybe that's they close make, to Horror Island ma-
0: <laughs> <laughs> they make sex
2: Horror Island Archer reference
0: go watch Archer anyway Arky. sex farm yeah
2: we grow our sex totally organically here at the sex farm
0: Behemoth is actually got, I'm, I can't say I've listened to them a lot but they got some cool stuff that I've heard uh, but their front man Nurgle is a certified museum creator in his native Poland. Interesting. Still, he's a smart guy. He's also got his own uh, signature guitar.
2: It's just a cool name. Nurgle. N-E-R-G-A-L. Or is it Nurgle? Is it the G soft or hard?
0: It's hard. Nurgle. Yeah, it For your pleasure. Yeah.
2: You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For your pleasure. Back shadow. <laughs> it's like the new soft uh, intro. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: Back really? shadow. Here's a good one. When true metal tough guys, man of war told an interviewer that Twisted sister were sissy boys in makeup, D. Snyder and Company challenged the loin cloth ones to a street
1: rumble. Rumble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perhaps Wisely, Man of War, wisely did not show up. Did you see both did you see the two factions showing up in their stage regalia having a street brawl? That would have been
1: <laughs> well, a rumble, everywhere. <laughs>
0: oh my god,
2: that could be a horror show, but that would certainly be entertaining. Could have been a Michael Jackson video. It? <laughs>
0: Just beat it. it would totally be a Michael Jackson video. Eddie Van Halen doing the solo over there while they're fighting. And he's like
2: grinning on his face, like. oh, <laughs> oh Wow!
0: Wow! I do. I think Twisted Sister would have beat their ass. Uh, I mean, the the Man of War guys are like, oh, like, uh, you know, tough guy looking. But
2: Is Man of War from New York? They're not from New York, are they? Uh,
1: Maybe they're they're like uh, just from
2: Connecticut. 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 I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't think Twisted Sister guys would fuck around because, I mean, those guys are from like hardcore. They're from New York, so they're they they can deal with more hardness than most.
1: Gross. Maybe that doesn't sound right.
0: Well, you always... What do I feel like I want to do? <laughs> you always find come up with interesting ways of wording things. I do do
2: that, don't I? I do do that, don't I? Do do. Do do. Yeah, we're, we're looking up real quick to see where Man of War is from because... Computerists.
0: Because if they're
2: from anywhere outside of New York, more than yeah, likely... They're from
0: Auburn, New York. Okay. Is that like upstate...
2: I think if anything is not uh, New York City, is upstate New York. It's
0: yeah. mid-state.
2: Mid-state. Mid-upper. So really, that would be kind of like you know, guys from Atlanta, you know, threatening to kick the ass of guys in the burbs. It's like yeah, yeah. The Atlanta guys might be more street. You never know. But in New York, if you're in the city, you're street anyway. I wouldn't. They're not gonna take it, Twisted yeah. Sister. So I wouldn't mess with them.
0: Yeah, I think we've uh, we've talked about this one yeah. before. The whole Black Sabbath Stonehenge props.
2: Yeah, talked about that on being the...
0: gigantic, couldn't fit, the, all that kind of stuff. The
2: gigantic Black Sabbath episode, which was early on. Oh! Didn't he get Bit of Maiden trivia. Nicko.
0: Uh Before he became Iron Maiden's drummer, Nico McBrain appeared in their music video for The Number of the Beast, wearing a devil's mask and shaking a pitchfork.
2: Interesting. It's funny how we come to know these details about these things. I did not know that. Quite fascinating.
0: It reminds me of you shaking your uh, cane at the Slayer and being told to kindly please put that down. That was so awesome.
2: It was my first show in forever. (laughs) And he got
0: security on him. Yeah. I got got sick on security at a
2: concert for holding my cane in the air, rocking out hard. Is only I could do in my crippled state, and security ruined it for me.
0: Dude, so you should have. have you know what, dude? Down. You probably could have, like, they're harassing a the crippled guy.
1: Come on.
2: Maybe. Could, or I could have just taken my cane and, like, you know, smacked him across the face. Him in but the head. That would have probably been ejection from the show, and then I would have missed Slayer.
1: <laughs> bad idea. Yeah,
2: so bad idea. But still, he, he totally uh, powered down my, my rocking. I was upset. No, there's a little merciful fate lore for you. The King Diamond. Merciful Fate's King Diamond obtained the human skull nicknamed Melissa and used on the group's first album from a friend whose father was a surgeon. Melissa was later stolen after a concert and was never seen again. It's Goodbye, a, little, Melissa. a little crazy and twisted, but also pretty metal. I gotta say.
0: Mash. Yeah. The
2: Aussie. Oh
0: my God! Talk about a! I told you they didn't like each other. Well, at least I knew Ronnie didn't like him.
2: Isn't it obvious?
0: Uh, when Ozzy Osbourne hired a dwarf to cavort with him on stage, he nicknamed him Ronnie as a dig against rival Black Sabbath vocalist Ronnie James Dio. That's a that's, that's a terrible. That's a horrible <laughs> dig at the man on the shiny blue milk crate. You know, <laughs> that's
2: just <laughs> telling you. That's a that's a terrible dig. Well, at one yeah. time, Ozzy did actually say that he couldn't believe that such a big voice came out of such a little person. I mean, I don't think he was calling Ronnie a little person, but he basically said he couldn't believe it. So I'm wondering if that was sometime later, like if after he, maybe like uh, 92, like when uh, Dehumanizer came out.
1: When they kissed him made up?
2: Maybe. Because for a while there was some, you know kudos and commitments going on, but, you know, the fact that he had that going, it seems kind of like a, no good news from my side.
1: The crickets. I Pain. see what's coming next.
2: <laughs> and I think we've covered this yes, we did. on yes. a prior yes. episode.
1: <laughs>
2: so we have to name check it. While recording our Maidens, The Number of the Bees, producer Martin Birch was involved in a terrible car crash, and the repair bill came out to precisely 666 pounds. Birch refused to pay it until an extra pound was added. It's Whatever. Like, you know what, dude? You're producing Iron Maiden, and y'all are basically telling the devil, hey, man, we're bigger than you. Look at the album cover.
0: Bigger, bigger than the devil. Yeah. Foreshadowing,
1: backshadowing. Yeah.
0: I think got, I've said it before, mask. but I always yeah. like go. I love it when my total in a cash yeah. register comes up to $6.66, yeah. six and they always <laughs> are like, you want something else? I'm like, nope. nope. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And this is, Satan. This is Thank perfect.
2: You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> metal. Uh, wow. Well, you know, it almost kind of looks like a weird cross between Dimebag and like um, uh, Warren Haynes. Like a younger Warren Haynes. It's a picture of James Murphy. He did some time with Testament. And we'll read this uh, little yeah. factoid, but Evendeli, that's just what it looks uh,
1: like.
0: Yeah. I knew he uh, no had recollection some, some health problems. So evidently, he's got no recollection of recording uh, his parts for the uh, Testament album, The Gathering, because his memories disappeared when he was uh, operated on for a brain tumor. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Wow. His guitar playing on that album was...
2: Oh, The Gathering yeah. is amazing. Well, James Murphy's a badass guitar yeah, player. Yeah, I, I yeah. think he was with him on Low, and I thought he was on Demonic, too, maybe. But Yeah, he's a badass guitar player. That That's crazy, though, that he can't remember... Any of that. But I guess that makes sense. If he had surgery. Hopefully he did have anesthesia. with said surgery. and not surgery with no anesthesia. As they sing. Age
0: of dead Okay. Shut up man. Quit whispering. Listen
2: to the crickets.
0: <laughs> There's crickets. Listen to the crickets. Can you hear them? <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> Listen to the crickets. So. We have technical difficulties
2: suddenly I can just hear like the music in my head I'm like okay I can hear like the the hold music (laughs) it's like what would our hold music be maybe Celtic (laughs) Frost should be the hold music that's perfect I gotta find that song there's a song I used to remember that I think I I wouldn't actually go pee when the song would come on I would listen to it so it would be ironic playing that you said
0: you used to remember it so you don't remember it anymore I remember it
2: I just don't remember the name of it I think it was the one that Metallica did and maybe it's not that one Find it. Okay, so we're having interwebs difficulty here. Apparently, the I guess there's so many factoids on here. I wonder how many of these we've uh, we've gone through.
0: Yeah, we're down pretty much towards the end. So
2: okay, cool. So I'm curious to see what we have I'm remaining. Just,
0: uh, have Walked up here.
2: The internet's up yeah. again. That's why I like to be out there on the open blue yonder. No internet. This is million. We're having technical difficulties But we appreciate y'all hanging on So hang on out there Yeah we're having technical difficulties So we will probably wrap up this episode At the moment But that does not mean we can't come back to it We were pretty close toward the end but
0: yeah. So uh, you know we learned some things Hopefully you learned some things It's uh, interesting anyway
2: Yeah. I learned some things I didn't know It sounds redundant, redundant
0: Just a touch
2: And I relearned some things I already knew Which also sounds redundant
0: and you remembered that you forgot things that you remembered or forgot. I don't, I'm confused now. I don't even remember.
2: I think that's right. Yeah. Right. I don't know the okay. math. I'll have to get back to you on the math on that. But <laughs> I think it's right. Anyway, thank you for listening to us again. Uh, be sure to check us out on these social media the Facebook and the Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And you can follow along with the show at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. Thank you again, and nerd out.
1: That look looked weird. What was that?
2: Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like us. Share us with a friend. We are at Metal Nerdery Podcast. That is at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can follow along with the show on MetalNerdery.com slash podcast. Nerd out.